0: Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whipfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports.
1: Hey, folks. Welcome to uh, Bold Sports, episode 8. Matt and I are going to be here recording, talking about everything that happened last week, and talking about some stuff that's coming up this week. Matt, how was your sports week?
0: It's been good. Got a, got a lot of good football. Uh, Steelers, Pitt, Notre Dame all win. Uh, both my alma maters win. Um, you know, I guess my picks didn't go so well.
1: Yeah, yeah, your picks went a little awry this week, man. Uh, week seven for our picks for the NFL picks, Matt. You went nine and six. That's not bad, though. I mean, it's like no nine and six is respectable. Yeah, except when I went fourteen and one. Eh, I knew there was a catch. <laughs> yeah, uh, so for the year, Matt, you end up at sixty-one and forty-five, uh, and I'm at sixty-seven and thirty-nine. So it's not horrible uh for either of us, really. Uh I'm just beating you by six games. Yeah, you got time to catch up. We're only, we're did. only coming into week 8. You there's still 8 more weeks left. Oh yeah. Definitely. And then plus playoffs. If there are playoffs in there too. You got
0: bonus. We will have to come up with a different a different game for the playoffs. Well, come up with something different like a like a bonus round, you know, like how fantasy football, like you you've got like fantasy playoffs. Yes. You know, or you do like you know, your daily stuff, like you can still do that during the playoffs, but your your main league is over. But yeah,
1: your like main league's so. over, but you can still do daily. Uh, fancy. Speaking of
0: fancy football, how'd your week go? Oh, I was uh, very lucky to steal a win despite leaving a lot of points on the bench. Um, didn't didn't have a even close to the top score in my league, but enough points to get me back into the playoff hunt.
1: That's good. Yeah, I I I won by like fifty points this week guy played, made a couple mistakes, uh, by starting the wrong quarterback. And he also started a guy that was uh inactive. Well that's injured. Um... So yeah, totally there. Um so he started Trevor Simeon instead of Alex Smith and he started uh Stefan Diggs who didn't even play.
0: See that just sounds like tanking, man. People in my league would be losing their Well,
1: shit. it doesn't help that he was already 0 and six coming into my game.
0: Yeah. You got you got to regulate that man. Like some people, yeah. But
1: tanking in my league means nothing. It's not like he gets the first round draft pick or
0: nothing. There's no no but. Like somebody could get your playoff spot because they they you know went up against a tanker during a week that you needed them to lose. Yeah, there's that. You know, we have rules in my league to prevent that. Where if you start somebody who's out, listed as out on the injury report, you know you can get fined, unless it's proven that nobody on your bench would have made a damn difference in the overall outcome of the game. Like, if you had a guy on your bench who who put up, like, 32 points, then you started some injured person and only lost by 12, like, you gotta pay into the uh, the fund.
1: Yeah, see, with him, with the guy I played in Miley, he, uh, even if he would have started Alex Smith instead of Trevor Simeon, and he would have started... The other wide receiver that was on his bench instead of Stefan Diggs, I would have beat him by like fourteen points instead of fifty. Minor details. But you know, all in all it worked out. Uh I got a win. I'm I'm four and three. How what's your overall record? In my league I am three and four. Three and four? Yeah. Alright. But I'm in third place in my division. There you go. I'm I'm not sure exactly what place I am in my division. I can look that up. Uh, Penguins played tonight. Edmonton. Connor McDavid was in town. He scored a goal.
0: Yeah, gave gave the people what they came to see. He did because definitely. his team still lost. Well, yeah, his team still lost because that game went to
1: overtime. Because uh, Conor McDavid scored that goal at like what less than uh, less than two minutes left in the game. Mm, A minute maybe, yeah, and then uh scored that goal, tied up one one went to overtime uh and then Kessel gets the goal in overtime uh he has at what two two hundred and ninety nine goals now that's his on his tally uh with that overtime goal tonight uh since the last time uh, we recorded Pens went uh three and one uh since the last time we recorded, you know they got uh, a pretty some pretty uh good games coming up they're going uh on their Western Canadian swing uh they got Winnipeg coming here uh Thursday night so uh, you'll uh, hear this podcast before that game hopefully uh and then they go on the road to Minnesota Winnipeg uh for the end of October and then November the first week of November they're in Edmonton, in Calgary and in Vancouver
0: now the the phrase Western Canada swing Generally, does not include Winnipeg or Minnesota, but I I want to just let's just start putting them in there. It's in, it's in terms of the NHL, like Minnesota is part of Western Canada from now on, and you can just do that trip and get it out of the way in October. Well, okay, so you don't have to go there in February, man. Yeah, because you don't want to go in this cold. That cold. Well, okay. Well, Going to Winnipeg in February is for teams from whatever division Winnipeg is in, like okay, Calgary, and Edmonton. Yeah, so that's what that's what's going on, and it's it's good that the Penguins are getting that out of the way. Um, it's also good, in my opinion, that they um, dropped their backup goaltender.
1: Yeah, they put uh, Niemi on waivers um, yesterday morning, uh, so that'd be Mon- Mon- Monday morning and Tuesday afternoon tonight. While we're recording this, uh, t- throughout the day, Florida picked him up. So, I don't know what they're going to do with him because, like, we were watching that Florida Panthers game whenever the Pens beat them the other night, and Luongo, I mean, he's still Roberto Luongo. He's nothing to shake a stick at, but he went out of that game injured with his thumb all taped up that was prior to that game, and then he took uh, a little bit more of an
0: injury. His backup, his backup wasn't bad. Was it Reimer? I think it was Reimer, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's been Reimer. decent in Toronto, and he's he's been a number one before. Um. Obviously, Luongo's been a number one. Yeah. You know, Luongo's nearing the end of his career, and he's got milestones to look forward to. And they're they're probably going to try to play him as much as they can because he's not. I mean, Florida's not really tipped. I don't think to you know be a serious contender for the Cup Finals this year. Um. But you know, one of, one of the things they do have that might keep people coming to hockey games in South Florida, to the extent that such a person exists you know, I would think would be to go see Roberto Longo play goal. Well, um, because
1: Yager is not there anymore. Yeah, Yager's not there they anymore. Didn't they didn't sign have, him.
0: They've got some decent players still. Um, but, yeah, like, they're not, they're, you know, they're not doing anything really. Like, they have, they'll have Niemi, and, Yeah, know, but what's he going to do for them? There's he's going to win as many games for them as they would win with, like, I, I know that, like, you know, wins above replacement isn't a stat in hockey, but you're basically looking at, like, Whatever they had in place, like, just generally, like, anti-Niemi's not going to make that much of a difference one way or the other. The Penguins, on the other hand, you know, they've got elite goaltending talent in Matt Murray, and I just think the drop-off from Murray to Niemi in, like, two games was so steep that they were like, why should we pay for this? And two to three games he lost was to Tampa. Mm
1: -hmm. And he can potentially see Tampa two more times. Yeah.
0: This year, plus possible playoff series, against plus Tampa. a
1: possible playoff series, uh, and we we're talking about the elite goaltender of the Pens. Of course, Murray's an elite goaltender, two-time Stanley Cup champion, mm-hmm. uh, both as a rookie. <laughs> yeah, because he came up at the end of his season uh, due to injury. Uh and took over and then last year was considered his actual rookie year.
0: Right, yeah. So I mean it's kinda of, kinda of like how um Josh Bell was a rookie for the Pirates all year, even yes. though you know he because he, he came was up, up last in August year doing stuff, but he came up late enough that he, he didn't get a full season of service. Exactly.
1: Um, uh we brought up so we brought Casey DeSmith. Because, Casey DeSmith. Smith. He's we're up leaving. too early.
0: This is gonna be his rookie year. And he won't be able to be a rookie next year. So if he wants to win the Stanley Cup as a rookie, he needs to get his ass in gear. Well, right now.
1: that's because but Tristan Jari, yeah, uh, they didn't bring him up because he needs more development, and he's yeah. the Penguins' goalie
0: of the future. It's an interesting dynamic. Backup. You don't necessarily bring up your best goalie prospect from the minors because you want him to play. He's you, not going you, you to see playing time behind Murray every day. And you just you're not gonna get the kind of you know experience being a backup to Matt Murray, so you stay in the AHL. And meanwhile, Desmith, his numbers are pretty good. I mean, for for an AHL goalie, I mean that that tandem of of Jari and Desmith last year was like the the number one like goaltending. Like, I guess they have some kind of award for just team goaltending, and like that. You know, the Penguins are really stacked at goalie in the in the minors. They're stacked at defense too. Yeah, right.
1: I mean um, they're, they're stacked in defense. And speaking about defense, we just got uh, in a trade. We traded uh, Scott Wilson uh, and a fifth rounder. I believe we tr- or, or, either we traded a fourth rounder and got um, Sheaheen and a fifth rounder, or we traded a fifth round and got Sheaheen and a fourth. However, it worked out. But Scott Wilson's in Detroit. We got Shahan, uh on defense. Uh, he had kind of a down season last year. He didn't score a goal until the. Um, it was the uh 79th game of the year and it was the last home game in the old Joe Louis Arena in Detroit against the Blues he scored two goals it was the only two goals he scored last year um uh, meanwhile the previous seasons that he was up he he was a double digit goal scorer uh so you know rejuvenating his career i guess i guess he was getting stale or detroit's been going through some stuff changing Detroit's been changing their guard, yeah, uh, severely in the last since 2008. Really, you
0: can't be as just consistently top-notch in any sport as as Detroit was. You know, you've got it. They had twenty-five years straight back. of making a playoff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to do. I mean, even in hockey, you know, um, they're they're retooling. They're they're not going to be down for long. But you know they, they obviously wanted to make a trade, and I don't, I don't think that um, Jim Rutherford was motivated by desperation here because it's so early in the season. So I'm going to go ahead and say I trust his judgment.
1: Well, that's like we talked about earlier, is, is there's three seasons of hockey. So you have before the All-Star break, then you have after the All-Star break to the end of the season, and then you have the playoffs. So any move you make now, you're, 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 you're playing a game, literally what's working, what isn't working uh how can i fix it and then once you get past the all-star break that's me like okay now we need to seriously get this shit in gear and if you haven't had a good enough first front half of the season to put you in a playoff position uh to put yourself in the playoff position in the second half of the season and then of course the playoffs which are
0: you know win or go home yeah so right now the focus should be on staying healthy Implementing your systems and getting everybody on the same page as far as that's concerned, and just avoid the death spiral. You know, be be in a position to start making a run down the stretch and get your you know hopefully home ice through the playoffs. You know, and and then and then be healthy and ready to go for the playoffs. And if anybody's had you know relevant playoff experience these past two years, better than the Penguins, like you know, tell me. I I I don't know who you'd even who you'd even say because the Pens are have been, you
1: know two time Cup winners. Yeah, they 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 played the most hockey in the last two seasons than any other team,
0: and they do need to they do need to worry about the fatigue factor. So, you know, getting one, into the
1: fatigue factor in hockey. Now, hockey, all players are players. They want to play. They want to play every day. But I wouldn't mind seeing Crosby or Malkin or Latang, you know, or Kessel being a healthy scratch on occasion. Sure. Give him a night off. Same with Murray. Tell him to sit in the box. Well, it's... Murray Murray gets his nights off whenever they have the back-to-back games. Right. And stuff like that. And the Pens have 13, 13 back-to-back series this year. So he's guaranteed to get at least 13 games off where
0: he's – Getting it off, he's still dressing. Dressing, but he's he's sitting on the bench. Odds are he's not going to come in. Odds are he's
1: well, he came in against. With, that's the problem,
0: mm-hmm. and that's why Niemi's not here anymore. Exactly, he came because in against Chicago. Your night when off they is were... supposed to be your night off, mm-hmm. not like you're on call. Okay, we don't we don't need to get Matt Murray a pager. I, 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 we I don't, need to get I, him I, a competent backup.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't see I don't see uh you know Matt Murray ever wearing a suit and sitting in a box, uh but you know. I wouldn't mind having Crosby and those guys being a healthy scratch, you know, once a month even. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't go as far as, you know, I mean hockey. They're only playing two to three games a week, so yeah,
0: you, you know, it's a lot of games though. It's it's a lot of games for Murray. Um, I think I think what we've sort of had driven home because of this Niemi tenure with the Penguins is why Rutherford didn't make a trade last year. You know, let's keep Flurry. Yeah, Let's have two good goalies who are both Stanley Cup winners. Exactly. And um, yeah, it's it's a lot different this year. Um, you know, my my philosophy is it's early and don't panic. And, you know, and um, so I'm not gonna worry too much about it for now. But and you know, it, it could be a problem.
1: Flurry still in his concussion protocol. Uh, out in with the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, he went out with a. Uh, concussion symptoms, and he's had that issue before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, they said he's cleared to practice this week, so that's good for him for yeah. Flurry. Uh, you know, one of the hottest tickets in Pittsburgh is the Golden Knights game. Yeah, I can imagine it is the uh, um,
0: the Golden Knights game in DC. There's there was uh, it's like, I think it's like Super Bowl weekend. Um, that would be hilarious if everybody from Pittsburgh just bought tickets to go root for Flurry again against Washington. <laughs> if, like, half the arena was people in, like, Flurry penguin jerseys. That'd be awesome. Just there, like, rooting against the Caps. Getting a Flurry chant going. Yeah, and then they could all take over those, like, the library steps or whatever where in D.C. like near Oh, New that's
1: Canada. the uh, portrait museum that's across the street. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs>
0: What are all these Pens fans doing here? We're not even playing Pittsburgh. Yeah, Flurry's here, though. Yeah. Yeah, we love Flurry. It's, so, you know.
1: So, another best part about this time of the year, other than having hockey and football, is we're in playoff baseball. And when and I mean playoff baseball, we we started the World Series tonight, Matt. Yep. Dodgers beat the Astros 3-1. to
0: one. They did. Um, Home runs, again, being a deciding factor. It is. It is. So...
1: Obviously, they already had game one. Who are you gonna take? Who are you taking to win it all the way? I know we were discussing earlier that it was. Uh, I, I'm taking Houston in seven. You're thinking more LA, aren't you?
0: If it goes seven, I just can't see LA losing at home. Uh, yeah, they'll 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 have their pitching set up. They'll have Kershaw. You know Verlander. Um, I don't know why Verlander
1: didn't pitch tonight. I know he's Houston's number two, but. He's 9 and 0 so them a Astro? better chance
0: of splitting the opening, you opening the opening two games two games. Yeah. Why, you know, why why throw your best firepower up against their best firepower? You know, Kershaw's going to Kershaw. And Dallas Keikel's like no stick in the mud. No, Keikel's um, no, you know. No sneeze like over. Like I pitching. said, just just a couple long balls, man.
1: Verlander was a stud in the ALCS. I mean, he's 9 and 0 as
0: a as an Astro. The pivotal game will be the Charlie Morton start.
1: That is, you know what, Charlie Morton. I mean, Charlie Morton's got good stuff.
0: <laughs> so I think I think we're both I think we're both pretty confident that Verlander's gonna G- gonna at win least more. Put, at least put Houston into position where they can even the series.
1: Definitely, Dodgers though they did get over the hump. They made it into the World Series, and uh, I know we were talking about you know the last time one of our most vivid World Series remembering as as young children or younger children, I should say is um the 88 World Series 88 Kirk Gibson Kirk Gibson's game 1 walk up oral hersizer uh Dennis Eckersley for the A's in that aspect that was the Bash Brothers that was Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. um uh Terry Steinbach catching yeah you know i mean the, the A's were they no were joke big, man they, they were, were, were big popular. i mean they won again next year in 89 yeah uh against the Giants
0: um that was the earthquake series. That was the
1: earthquake series and it was the Battle of the Bay in the earthquake series, Oakland against San
0: Francisco. Um California baseball used to be dominant like yeah. back in that like period. Was was the Angels like in in 86. Was Fernando Valenzuela still pitching in 88? I if he was, he was like a shadow of you know, the 18-year-old who took the league by storm in like what was that like 81, 82?
1: I mean Fernando Valenzuela I think he was still pitching until he was 50s. Yeah. In Mexico. I mean he might still be pitching.
0: Yeah, he might
1: still be <laughs> pitching today. <laughs> you know uh, there there was the, the, you know they said that he was still pitching in Mexico in his 50s. Um Let's see here. Yeah, he was on that team.
0: Cool. Yeah, there's Dodger teams, man. Like I, rem- I remember going to see Hershiser during his uh, streak. When he when he came through Pittsburgh, yeah, he, he was on the eighty eight team because he played
1: the Dodgers eighty to ninety, Angels in ninety one, Baltimore Orioles in ninety three, ninety four was the Phillies, ninety five to ninety seven was the Padres, and ninety seven he pitched his last game uh, with the Cardinals. Oh man! Uh, in Major League, anyway, he's Dude. World Series champion nineteen eighty one. Um, wait, why does it not say eighty eight? He said he was with the Dodgers to nineteen ninety. Um. Anyway, uh, Hersheiser was
0: ridiculous in that. Um. So there's a lot of good history that you know with the Dodgers. Um. I still remember the Astros when they were in the National League playing in the uh, National League Championship Series in '86. Yes, against the Mets. Against the
1: Mets. And that was like I said, I mean, I I'm a Red Sox fan, so that like the eighty six World Series was like my first like vivid World Series and like my first let down being a Red Sox fan with the Buckner play and all that and Gary Carter scoring that run, uh, waving his arms all over. Um
0: Gary Carter, man. Gary
1: Carter was a hell of a player. Hell a of a sh-
0: player. His nickname was the kid. Yeah. He wasn't that much of a kid No, eighty six. No, he wasn't. But, uh, I mean, he was an Expo, but he just had that—he just had like a very like upbeat attitude, and you know, like the the first Pirate game I ever went to was Pirates versus Expos, and I got to see Gary Carter with the Expos. Um, so yeah, he's you know was that, that, an, that, was, was that
1: Andre Daunt, John Andre Dawson, Andre Dawson, Gary Andre Carter, Dawson, Gary Carter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mookie was Mookie Wilson still an Expo
0: uh, before he was a Met? No. But Mookie Wilson was, like, my favorite non-Pirates player when uh, I was a me, kid. The name Mookie Wilson. It's awesome on. name. Awesome yeah. name. It is. Yeah. Um, I think I kind of wanted my brother to be named Mookie. Like, anyways, <laughs> you know, not really an option. Awesome. So,
1: World Series... I'm taking Houston seven. You're thinking if it goes seven games, the Dodgers if aren't going to lose seven, at home. If it goes seven, it's
0: going to be Dodgers. But the Astros have already, you know, put themselves in a hole. A little bit of a hole, being down one game. Yeah. So they could still go six. They just they just need to win. You know, definitely win the next game. In definitely LA need to win the next game in then LA and win all their games at home.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll go five. So I mean,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, Is it 2-3-2 two, two in the World Series? It's 2-3-2, two, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, so, well, that's, that's you know, that format, I think, lends itself to, you know, a comeback by the team that played on the road in the first two games. Like, look at what the Yankees did. You know, they go down 0-2, and then the series moves to the Bronx, and, you know, they tie it up in four, you know. You well, then Wilson in the ALCS,
1: seven. the home team won every game. Yeah. So there it was. Home team home field advantage at its finest mm-hmm.
0: awesome. baseball's the only sport where the rules are different based on like whether or not you're the home team or the road team yeah and then you know it's not like in football they just like give the overtime kickoff to the home team automatically yeah but true. in baseball the home team always has an answer to whatever you're able to put up in your half of the inning and if it's like the right answer then the game goes on. Well, or the game ends in a walk-off.
1: Well, the other thing is there, too, is if you're on the AL field, you have a DH. If you're not on the AL field, the pitch bats.
0: I feel like that's going out. I think that's going to go out the window with that realignment. That oh, they're, they're talking about
1: that realignment,
0: adding two more teams. It's like years yeah. down the road. I know. It's going to happen, though, because sports leagues never, like, get smaller. Where are they going to add two more teams though? Portland and Montreal was what, what I,
1: I saw. I saw Mont- Montreal. I can see
0: Portland. Mont- Portland is, uh, I don't know. I mean, do they still have the Trailblazers? Yeah, they've they've got the Trailblazers. Um, it's a huge soccer town. Like they re- they really support the Timbers really well. Um, that's a summer sport in Portland, but like the Timbers have a history that goes back to like the seventies you know and they've got a rivalry against Seattle that is like is every that's, every that's bit the Seattle as Sound? Yeah, the Sounders. Sounders. But like the Timber Sounders rivalry is like every bit as hateful as like the Browns Steelers or like the Steelers Ravens. I
1: guess Matt we're just going to have a whole segment where you just talk soccer and I just sit back and, and smile and nod because <laughs> I have no clue about anything about soccer. I know that the Pittsburgh have the Riverhounds and they win on occasion. On occasion. Um you know, and also I know that like Manchester United and like Chelsea is like a huge match, yeah. and I know that like um, Pele was awesome. Was uh,
0: long time ago. You know,
1: uh, and I know like the USA men's versus USA women's. The women would probably win like
0: four times over. I uh, mean, you know, you know, I, yeah, apples I, and oranges. The the women are better in their category than the U.S. men have ever even hoped to be because the women have won multiple World Cups and the men aren't even going to the next one. But this is a digression that hurts more than most. It does. So at that point, we're going to take a break
1: and we're going to talk about some college football on that aspect right there. So here's the little words from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast dot net. All right, folks, we're back after that little bit from our friends at Sorgatron Media. They're doing some great stuff over there at their studios in Beachview. Uh, Check them out on all their other podcasts. Awesomecast, it's great. Uh, So, Matt, we have uh, college football. Pitt played this week. They won. They beat Duke. They beat Duke. Duke's not a Sneeze over team. I mean, they're ACC.
0: They're ACC, and so's Pitt. So's is Pitt. And you that's know. about the most I can really say to like pretty much. prop up the Pitt feelings right now is that they're in the ACC. And they they are, just won a game. They against are against another conference opponent, so good for them. Hall uh, had the
1: had had most of the work this week. Uh, he had 254 yards on the ground on 24 carries with all three of the TDs uh if there's a field goal added to give them the twenty four points uh total uh ground game danucci had not a really good quarterback stats here uh eight for 18, 154 yards in the air they're kind of hurting at the quarterback position uh, uh, well danucci's young i mean he's, he's a young. sophomore he wasn't supposed to he was't the... su- he wasn't supposed to be the guy yeah so. brown brown got injured brown transferred from uh u s c and got injured you know um Hey, it happens. It's it's college football. These guys have a two to four year window. Um, teams the the schools have the two to four year window with these guys. Uh Virginia Cavaliers come to Hinesfield this Saturday, twelve thirty. Uh it's a very winnable game.
0: Very winnable and they need to win it if they wanna stay, you know, in the conversation about being bowl eligible. Definitely. Can't afford to lose too many more games if they wanna, you know, get that extra game extra extra couple weeks of practice chance for these young players to you know grow into a more cohesive unit yes definitely
1: so we had a couple other big games this week i know there was a lot of sports going on especially saturday with college football and baseball and hockey um saturday was when the pens got blown out um you know, by, uh, Tampa Bay, uh, last game as a Penguin. Yeah. But also on Saturday, uh, Penn State-Michigan. Uh, I think you said you watched, what, like, uh, the first, you know, you said, oh, watch a little bit of the game, and then first two scores, and then you
0: switched over, which was the first five Penn State scored two touchdowns on, like, the first, like, five, six snaps of the ball. Yeah. It was kind of ridiculous. And... Being that there was also a Notre Dame-Southern Cal game around the same time, I figured that would be a good time to switch and check out that football game, which ended up being a bigger blowout than even the Penn State-Michigan game. So I ended up just watching baseball until... until That became a blowout. Which, but you know, at the end of the blowout, there was a trophy, so,
1: you know. That is true. That is true. So Penn State, uh, Heisman hopeful, Saquon Barkley had 108 yards, two TDs uh, on the ground. 53 yards uh, receiving for him. McSorley had a hell of a game himself. 282 passing yards. Uh, He tossed a TD, and then he ran for three TDs himself on 75 yards on the ground. Now this week, they get to go to the Horseshoe in Ohio State in Columbus. Uh, That's a 330 game on Saturday. Uh, And Ohio State is ranked number six, while Penn State is ranked at number two. You know what? This is a a big game. This is this is your season on the line right here. Just like last week was their season on the line. Every week in college football your season's on the line. It's a playoff game every week. And the further you get into the season the 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 more intense it is. But this
0: is this is big because Ohio State also Yeah, if if they win if Ohio State they set themselves up then they're on the inside track. Then they're on the inside track to to go to the the final four and winning winning the big final four. And all that good stuff. And you remember how last year, you know, Penn State kinda got screwed because there were two teams better than them, arguably.
1: Which uh, with one uh, loss or
0: whatever, like record wise they were even. But uh, you gotta you gotta like start making your rankings based on who beats whom. Yeah. I so mean, if I, you beat Michigan and you beat Ohio State, that's a last pretty good year resume. Penn
1: State as much as I hate Penn State, Penn State got screwed last year being a one loss team. Yeah, and actually, uh, after having a one-loss uh, a one loss team uh, not get in and having a two-loss team get in last year, it was uh, quite the debacle, quite the mishap and so forth. Uh, but, you know, Notre Dame's independent. They're doing real well. Uh, they beat up USC pretty well this week. And uh, Adams had 191 yards uh, on the ground, three TDs. Uh, himself there on the ground. Uh, Wimbush, uh, two TDs himself on the ground, 120 yards in the air. They got NC State coming to South Bend this week, Matt. Uh, NC State no slouch. They're uh, number 15 uh, in the country. Uh, Moving on. So we're going to see how that uh, works.
0: Yeah, that uh, NC State loss that Pitt put up earlier. So with that going on in college football,
1: some big games coming up. We got uh, Penn State, Ohio State in uh, the big horseshoe. NC State uh, at South Bend. Big
0: week. Big uh, big things coming on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be at a wedding. so um, You're going to be at a wedding? I'm going to be at a wedding. There's, there's going to be some score checking going on. don't know how much actual game watching I'm going to get to do. Uh, game watching on your uh, – Watching on the, the the ESPN app, right? Super slick. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be slippery about it. My uh, my girlfriend is a big Gamecocks fan, so we're really hoping that she gets to watch at least the first half of their game against Vanderbilt this week. And that's what SEC Network. That is on the SEC Network. Awesome.
1: So college football. I mean, you're getting that time of year, like we were talking about earlier, you get uh, you know it's playoff time, you know. Every every win's a big win, and every loss is a really big loss. So you gotta keep that up, keep that going, and uh, get going. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. Come back, and we're gonna finish this all up with all Steelers, all the time. All right, folks, we're back after that break from our friends at Sorgatron Media. It was a great, uh, great time this weekend to be in Pittsburgh. Beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. 78 degrees for a Steelers game against the Bungles. It was kind of hot. It was kind of hot, especially if you are at the game and you are yeah. on that west side, the east side of the stadium. Some uh, people don't wear it.
0: sunscreen to Steelers games too often because, like, why would you, you know?
1: You'd be surprised at how many times I got a sunburn in December. Mm hmm.
0: It can happen. There's UV rays, man. Like, you can't see them. Yeah. That's what makes them so dangerous.
1: Right? So we have the next half hour or so to talk about the Steelers and our week eight NFL picks. So Matt, the Steelers. What'd you like this week?
0: Um, the fake punt was awesome. Fake punt was beautiful. But if it hadn't worked, I'd have a very different story to say. Oh yeah.
1: About if, that. A, if if the fake punt didn't work and we ended up with like a
0: you know the Bengals got the ball in like the forty-five. And, like, I mean, that's the best time to fake punt. Like I wasn't expecting it; nobody was expecting it. You know, um, they weren't. It wasn't like they were trailing. No. And like needed, you know, they they could have they could have given the ball over and relied on their defense. Yeah, um, like yeah, they,
1: yeah, they could have punted the ball down and put the Bengals on their five-yard line, and you know,
0: gone on from there. But they did the fake punt. It was nice. Fake punt was nice. You know what else was nice? Beating the bungles. Beating the bungles, but specifically, the most uh, emblematic play of that beatdown was the stiff arm.
1: Oh, dude! When he when Le'Veon Bell just shoved that dude to the ground. Um, I, I, there was the guys. That guy on, had a bad day. The guys on uh, Drake on, and Patrick. Yeah, on Sports Showdown. We're saying they haven't seen the head dribbling like that since Crosby against Subban in the finals.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow, that's good. That's good. That's why you should watch hockey, you know, so you can make references like that. Exactly, totally. You know, um, what other sports have guys dribbling other guys' heads off the ground?
1: Um, I'm, sure in MMA? Some, I'm sure in some basketball game there, there's been
0: some definite – uh, this basketball know. fights don't generally like get to the point where they're like rolling around on the floor. That is true. Typically.
1: It's true. So this week, Matt, Ben went uh, 14 for 24, 224 yards through two TDs. Uh, Bell had 35 carries for 135 yards. He did not find his way into the end zone. The Steelers does not matter. He looked good. He, uh, t- exactly. It doesn't matter. He didn't get a touchdown. He looked real,
0: real good. Again, I, I'd like to see more touchdowns just generally. I think that's like an across-the-board problem. Any, anytime any time you kick as many field goals as they did, you know, you got you got to say it's just a team problem where they're not getting into the end zone. Um, and it's not the first time this year, and it's not the first time in recent years. Yeah, right. That we've had to talk about the Steelers' red zone efficiency, um, just just not being good. I think part of it's the new NFL. Um, you know, we're we're used to just being able to hand it off to Bettis three times and push it into the end zone um it's more of a passing league now the fade route is like a super popular strategy with like every team yeah but every team's defense knows how to cover a fade route you know who had one of the best like corner end zone touchdown catches in Steelers history um Ben Roethlisberger wow he threw the ball (laughs) you know who caught it though Mark Tavis Bryant Oh, yeah. In that playoff game against the Bengals. Oh, yeah. Well, last year, yeah. Officially the last time I cared about Martavis Bryant, like, on the field performance. Um, Pretty much, yeah, 2015. I mean, that catch, like, I would just play that over and over in my head. Like, this is why we should stick with this guy. You know, wait till his suspension is over. Try to get him back on the program. Um, He didn't play much on Sunday, and he wasn't happy about it again.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that here. Um, This week, though, we did have Brown. And uh, Juju Smith-Schuster found the end zone each with a touchdown, and um, the Wizard of Boz kept us in that game five yeah. five field goals. It's not his record as a Steelers his record as a Steelers six in a game.
0: See, I don't want my kicker setting records.
1: You know, the only records your kicker should be setting is being the highest point getter on the team, most extra points in a game. That's what I want. Yeah, kicker. right. That's
0: the record that I want. I want the kicker to kick like twelve extra points. Because that's how many touchdowns were scored. That would be awesome.
1: Uh, defense, though, looked good. They had two picks. Joe Hayden had a pick. And, hey, that gay guy, man, he had a pick, too.
0: Willie Gay? yeah yet, man. They, they wanted to get rid of him. People were talking about, you know, he might be done. Uh, he's, you know, a diminished role because he's a little older. And they're trying to work in some younger guys, Um it was, Joe Hayden kind of was like a great a, pickup. It was oh, good Joe Hayden him. was super. I mean, it, the best part about the Joe Hayden pickup was that we played the Browns in Week One. Yeah, and he's like, he didn't even guys. really do anything. <laughs> he didn't really do anything in that game, but just just to see him like be on the winning side of that rivalry for a change, like he almost looked a little shocked. Well, Joe Hayden was back in Cleveland last week.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. him and um, uh, AB and Le'Veon Bell went up to uh, Cleveland for the uh, Cavs Celtics game. Oh, really? uh, yeah, they were up there hanging out that was on their off day last
0: week hey that's cool you know um that's safer than going and being in pro wrestling uh did you have to take that dig? <laughs> I miss him who I'm talking about the time when Roethlisberger took like the entire o line to go beyond. Monday Night Raw well yeah Monday they were Night on Monday Night Raw they well, you didn't, never know they like, they I know didn't it's get, scripted like, they didn't sometimes get sometimes like, guys go off script and like did, what if like they didn't get what if Edge slammed. was just like hey I'm gonna go like
1: you know I thought you were talking about Williams oh no 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 that, no. that went and wrestled this year yeah,
0: in the off season that is a dumb thing but <laughs> I mean if they didn't specifically have that in the contract it's a gray area because again it's like not a sport you know
1: yeah, I It's mean, like
0: you could injure yourself on Dancing with the Stars. But yeah, it's not good. the same as, like, you know, you're not as likely as maybe, like, if you were playing pickup basketball, you know, um, or, you know, trying to iron your shirt while you were wearing it. Um, <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of things that guys can do to get injured when when they're not, like, playing a game. but You know, doing
1: 80 mile an hour through the tunnel God. on a motorcycle without your helmet on. No, he wasn't on the tunnel.
0: He was coming he was, through the tunnel. No, he and was and coming th- through the tunnel. He was coming down 2nd Avenue at the intersection where the tunnel crosses over to the 10th Street Bridge. But he was coming up 2nd Avenue from, like, the south side. Presumably, like, took the Hot Metal Bridge and made a left onto 2nd Avenue. See, I because why would you take Carson Street on a motorcycle? Exactly. Like, the, to be seen. To be seen, like, walking your bike down the middle of the street <laughs> for, like, six blocks. 'Cause you're stuck behind like a Duquesne light truck. Yeah, no that's true.
1: That is true. Um, but yeah, Joe Hayden and those guys were up in Cleveland. Uh they uh Joe Hayden was on with Stephen A. Smith on uh on first take earlier this week. Uh or earlier last week I should say. Uh and he was talking to him and then uh you know, Joe Hayden supported Cavaliers the whole time he was in Cleveland, he supported all the Cleveland sports. Uh he still he said he still likes to see he still got friends up there, still got family up there. Uh, you know, he just happens to play in Pittsburgh now, and he's quite happy here. That you No, know, his, his interception counts as an interception. It was not a glorious ice, jump the route interception. It was, it, you know, it bounced off A.J. Green's hands and rolled on his back, and it didn't hit the ground yet, and he picked it up while it was on A.J. Green's back. Hey, well. So it counts. It's an interception. There That's it is. That's what
0: you want your defense doing, man. Just always go for the ball. Let the ref decide when the play is dead. You know, play to the whistle. Play to the whistle, exactly. Um,
1: But we found out, though, that playing to the whistle can still get you in trouble. Uh, (laughs) Again, in today's NFL rules and everything else like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, the headhunting is an issue. Um, You know, you you hate to see, like, a penalty go against a guy who knocked himself out. Yeah, <laughs> like a couple weeks ago. I mean, this will just, you know, I don't think that happened in this, this week. Um, but I, Speaking know,
1: of knocking motherfuckers out, how about Mike Hilton? Oh, yeah. Dude, undrafted, free agent, comes to the Steelers. Those pre Like Tony Romo said in his broadcast, this is what the preseason's about. You find these guys like Mike Hilton. Yeah. He's laying people out. He's hitting hard, you know, he's doing it clean. He's not headhunting, he's not leading with the head, he's not, you know, shoulders to the head. Well, I mean,
0: it's only a matter of time before, you know, he gets in a situation where that might happen. I mean, everyone plays that way. You know, guys just launch each other anymore, and it's, um, you know, I'm not not saying it's a good or bad thing, but it's going to get you penalized if you hit somebody with the crown of your helmet. And... Speaking about being penalized, how about uh, our good friend
1: Vontaze Burfitt? Man. He he had another – you know, I seen him earlier in the game, you know, like, you know, putting his hand out, trying to help up Le'Veon Bell and stuff like that. And then he makes a dumb decision and tries to, like, kick Knicks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and Bell's, like, laying on the ground right there. Or Knicks was trying to help Bell up. And then he kicks at Knicks. But earlier in the game, he was like, oh, yeah, let me help you up, you know, whatever. Yeah, I would... and he was still running his mouth, still getting in people's faces. If I'm
0: Le'Veon Bell, man, I don't I don't accept that hand up. That's the guy who ended my season a couple years ago, man. It is. You know? And it's not like he's done anything to, like, reform his behavior. You know? And it's got you got to think, like, he'd do it again if he got the chance. He was got the suspended chance. the first, what, three yeah. games this year? Mm. Yeah, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what the deal is. I mean... Cincinnati like they're they're you know they've stuck with Marvin Lewis um it's it, it's been stable I it's been stable mediocrity yeah um I have no idea like why you they've know, got to the playoffs a lot and lose in yeah. the first round yeah I mean with, with but I'm saying like with with a player like perfect like you gotta wonder like if they if they bring him back if they, like he gets another contract like what is going on you know he's he's not that good it's not like, I mean, you don't put him in the same conversation as J.J. Watt or even like Cam Hayward. You don't even put him in the same conversation as James Harrison. He's just he's just a dirty player. He is. And there's there's a place for that in the NFL. Like, we, we sort of like, you know, we, we idolize like the hard hitters. Yeah. But we don't like the people who do the cheap stuff. Yeah. And he, that's what he's all about. Yeah, I mean... I,
1: you can see on some of the camera where you get some of those little rabbit punches in while he's in the pile and
0: he stuff like that. You shouldn't be punching people. I know it's like, again, it's part of the culture and anything goes in the pile. And guys, like, grab each other's balls and twist them and rip the hair out of each other's legs. And, you know, but, I mean, it's, you, you, you're not supposed to be, like, identified. Like, it's supposed to be, like, the, it, the reason you do it under the pile is because, like, everyone does it and you can't penalize people. Like, Burfick does things where it's just, like, blatantly obvious to anybody with, like, one good eye that, you know, he's taking cheap shots after the play. And what was nice
1: also seeing Pac-Man Jones couldn't suit up this week. Oh, yeah. You know, because if he would have been in there, you know, I I mean, I I was talking with my neighbor before kickoff, and he's like, how do you think this game's going to go? I'm like, you know, the Steelers should win. Um, They're definitely the better team. Uh, as long as they stay away from the chippy bullshit, they'll be fine. And mm. for the most part, they did stay away from the chippy bullshit. I think it helps to be just in the lead for the whole game. Yeah, and it definitely helps being in the lead. I mean, you, you take your opening drive and run down and score seven. Boom, there you go. And uh, Roethlisberger threw that ball to AB on that first drive. Yeah. It was awesome. Great play. And then, you know, come back, score another touchdown uh, with Juju. That was a 31-yard bomb. Not a bomb, but, I mean, it was a 31-yard play. And – uh he scores, gets in there. I love the hide and go seek. That was that was quite. That funny. was funny. That was funny. Him and Le'Veon Bell and AB A- was like kind of left out. Like what the hell's going on, guys? Well, you know, you know? <laughs> but I it, mean, uh, he'd
0: probably be the best. I wouldn't want to play hide and seek with AB because he'd, he'd dominate that just like he dominates. Yeah. <laughs> just like he dominates everything else on the
1: field. But uh, again, the big eyesore, earsore this week was again Martavius Bryant with his remarks. Uh, he said his, his, uh, account was hacked. You know, obviously that was a lie because he called in sick for Monday meetings and didn't show up at the facility. Um, I, I, again, I saw the, the, the tweets and stuff earlier. It was on his Instagram, apparently, um, that somebody got after him and said, you know, Juju, you know, somebody said something about Juju being better anyway who cares about Martavius, whatever, and he responded back saying, give me the damn ball. It's what I need to do. If you give me the damn ball, I'll play to win, and, uh, you know, if you think Juju's better than me, you're you're out of your damn mind. You know, I'm, I'm better than him at any point right now, and so forth. Somewhere along those lines, I'm, I'm going to see if I can find...
0: It's crazy to me that what, he thinks there's not room for three receivers on this team? Five. Well, five, but if you say, like, you know, even if you're generous and you say that, like, Brown and Juju are one and two, and then, like, Bryant, like, is in, like, a three-way tie for the third receiver spot with, with Rodgers and Bay. He's not. Like, no, I know he's not, but, like, you're you're saying basically that, like, okay, you don't want to be the fifth receiver. I understand that. You know, but like you could still be the third receiver if you just like show up and try, you know. And um, yeah, I think I think the thing that you know started all this was when he was getting, you know, pulled off the field in favor of Rodgers, in favor of Darius Hayward Bay. I don't get why he's going after Juju. Like Juju's producing, you know. Right, and you also you want to tear you want to tear down you know, like Juju's well not, tear down Brown, and,
1: and Juju's not perfect. Nobody's perfect, you know nobody's but, perfect but also you know Juju's a rookie, yeah. You know, get, give think you know, uh, and he he's got time.
0: Juju's bike got stolen, dude. I know. Look how this sucks, sad. man! Like, I, I mean, like you've had your bike. I stolen. I had my bike stolen, but I didn't even have a. I wasn't even old enough to have a job when my bike got stolen let alone like a really high profile job where like some other coworker of mine is like going on instagram and talking about how i suck at my job so, exactly like, <laughs> this is this is a tough, so so a rough Davis, couple of days for, for uh, besides the touchdown of course yeah but Jim also and he's and he's in
1: concussion he's in concussion protocol yeah
0: right now well, you know what? Riding your bike too much, like, you don't realize it, but, like, you go over a lot of bumps and stuff, especially if you live where, where I live. There's all these cobblestone streets. Like, yeah. You know, that, that could shake the brain a little bit, so you should probably, like, probably just stay on a stationary bike until you get the go-ahead. Well, apparently, Kay Villanueva yeah. took him to
1: go get his license. Okay. And he's now a registered licensed driver in the state of Pennsylvania. License
0: or learner's permit? Uh, I thought the news report said licensed. Because I, I read he was planning on getting his license by, like, the winter. Right. Well, we're coming close to winter. Yeah. I mean...
1: So I think that I think it was like eighty degrees the other day. But yes, well, that's true. True. Yes, you're yeah, right. You know, but I but I think that I think the news report said that he's now a licensed driver. Villanueva took him to drive, and they had uh, I think they had uh, one of the guys on and said, "Would you let him drive your car?" He goes, "Hell no, I he ain't let him drive yeah, my no, car." Man, seems, he said, yeah. "He said we got to Enterprise and get him the full insurance. Let him drive around the parking yeah, lot a little bit." A zip car. You
0: know, um, if if a Steelers wide receiver wrecks a Zip car. That would probably still be, like, the least, like, weird and obnoxious distraction from the season thus far. Yes. It's like, wow, everybody's happy with how they're, like, getting the ball and getting paid, and nobody's getting right. suspended, but you so, wrecked the zip car. Big so, deal.
1: Mike Thomas press conference today, they asked about Martavius. He says, look, he says, we're not moving off from Martavius. He's part of this team. We put a lot of time. We put a lot of money into this guy. Uh, you know, he's going to play. He's going to do that. You know, he's, he's on the team. Um, you know that's Mike Tomlin being Mike Tomlin. He doesn't give you
0: much. Mike Tomlin learned his lesson from cutting Legarrette Blunt. Legarrette Blunt did arguably way less of like a detrimental thing to chemistry when he walked off the field early. Yes, and he didn't say a word about it. He didn't. He didn't go like run to get his phone and start tweeting about how his teammates aren't as good as he is. No, you know, but he got cut. And then he got picked up by New England, and won and then two he Super scored. Bowls. And then he scored against us in the playoffs. And he won and two, won Super, two Super, Bowls. Super Bowls. So please don't let Martavis Bryant do that. Just keep him. You know, here's the thing: put it, lock I mean, him in a closet, Martavis, like, shun him, have a vote. Well, well You know what? Martavis,
1: Martavis, Martavis Bryant said, you know, he 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 needs a trade, or you know, if it's not going to happen, if he's not going to be part of this, he wants a trade. Well, they you know Okay, him, here, here's the thing. You know what? You want to trade? Fine. Trade him to fucking Cleveland.
0: Trade well. Why would Cleveland <laughs> trade for a wide receiver? They don't have any incentive to improve themselves. They're they're going for number no graphics draft, draft picks. Yeah, you know, like you got it. You got to trade them to somebody, preferably in the NFC, who's like a playoff contender. That's that like way, looking. That's like looking for any kind of piece to like upgrade. Like you said, LA. That, that way you're gonna
1: get a number two or a number one pick back for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not gonna get a player at this point. Mm. You're. you're you're gonna get, you know, you're you're gonna go ahead and get. Um, that's awesome hockey fights. <laughs> oh, sorry, Matt We're and I and we got ESPN an on, and we got the. the, the it was the flyers sunders game. What and does that say about us? Like
0: <laughs> we got the TV on every time we record. The I shoot. know, right? And the only time we've ever like broken character and like commented on the TV it was hockey fights, and it was it was a flyer losing. So yeah, like, it was I think a flyer that's losing. That's great. Uh,
1: but no, with, but Martavius, you know what? Here's the thing. Shut him down. Shut them down. Make them a healthy scratch next week against Detroit in Sunday Night Football. Um, make them a healthy scratch. Make them sit on the sidelines. Let him wear a sweatsuit.
0: Put him in the Deuce daily sweatsuit, man. Get him the, the gray top with the matching gray pants. Yeah. And pockets. Yeah. And Tom can be like, Martavis, like hold my gum. Yeah. Don't yeah. stray too far. I need. Yeah. I needs me my bubble gum. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like... You know they don't have the cords anymore. The headsets yeah. so where he can actually like uh-huh. hold the cord, yeah. hold the wire, and follow coach up and down the sideline. Yeah, they the got guy for that. They, well, no, they're head they're they're, they're wireless now. Yeah, um, but <laughs> you know it's not like when Chuck Noll was pissed at somebody. You made him hold the fucking wire the whole game. Uh, yeah, it, it's
0: it, you know what? It, it's not that hard of an issue. To it's told. not that hard. It's really, it's, not. It's don't not. don't them. Don't cut them. Um, you know, he's still a part of the organization. Hear that,
1: or, that or go the opposite way. Find him. Either that.
0: Don't they have like a player's Oh, council? they do.
1: They do. Find They him. do. Um, and that's the, and they handle that in-house. In, handle it in-house. You know. um, but here's the other thing. Put him as a big part of the game this week. Throw him the fucking ball 20 mm. times. See what he does. Make him kick return. <laughs> <laughs> Make him kick return. Or at
0: least put him in as like a decoy on like a kick return like reverse or something. You know? And then he gets to run around. He's on the field. He's happy. He gets to wear his helmet. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think about them going against Detroit this week? I'm not too worried about it.
1: I'm not too worried either. Staff- Stafford's, Stafford's a good dude. Yeah. I mean, he's got a hell of a gun up there. Um, you know, they got Theoretic. Uh You know, he's a, he's a back. You got to watch out for it. Not only can he run between the tackles, but he gets outside. Gets yeah. that passing a lot. I mean, he... He's kind of like the on Bell, the little, the little uh, you know, he, he runs between tackles, but he'll catch passes, and he'll get yards on you. Oh, I know. Uh, I, you I, I have out. him on
0: fantasy, and I'm I'm hesitant. I don't want to play him this week because I don't want to root against the Steelers. I, I, don't, I don't, have don't think he's going to make lines. that much of an impact that, that I'm going to be too upset about that decision.
1: Exactly. So what are you thinking about this week? Uh, you know, Sunday Night Football. This is the... The, so the Steelers have their eight thirty game. All their games are like night games. All uh, right, no, no, well, no, they got the, the so the eight thirty against uh, the Lions. Then yeah. they have the bye week and week nine. Mm-hmm. Then they come back and have a one o'clock game, and then they have four eight thirty games in a row between Thursday, Sunday, and Monday nights. Yeah, I think if they have one Thursday, two Mondays, and a and a, and a Sunday in there. Some I, I don't know how it
0: works. Out. Well, at least I have zero chance of sleeping through the first half.
1: <laughs> that is true. That is true. We're going in here to yeah, we got Lions, 830 uh this Sunday coming up by week week nine, and they got the Colts at one o'clock in Indianapolis. Uh they got the Titans on Thursday night, eight twenty five game home here in Pittsburgh. Uh Green Bay comes into town. That's eight thirty uh Sunday, November twenty sixth, that's Thanksgiving weekend. Uh and then you have uh eight thirty Monday night in Cincinnati against the Bungles. And then you come back home. You got the Ravens sunny night in Pittsburgh. Um, so yeah, I uh, I got a bunch of friends coming from out of town for that game. Oh, so I'm gonna be tied up that week. Um, at least
0: no, probably won't have a ticket. But
1: I you know I you know I've gone the last few years and not had a ticket and hung out with my buddies and shit and then end up with a ticket. Um, and then you got the Patriots come in on that 425 game December 17th. Uh, Then they go to Houston for that Christmas game. And then you got the Browns coming to Pittsburgh for New Year's Eve. Um, What a blast. It is. So, Steelers looking good. Keep it good. Um, They're coming up to that 30-point-a-game average. Mm -hmm. They're coming up to that 30 points. So,
0: Hey, man, I'm a lot more optimistic than I was two weeks ago. I am. I am a lot more optimistic than I was two weeks ago. And that's what's so crazy about... A, just, like, being a Steelers fan. B, like, the nature of the NFL season. It is such a week-to-week Oh,
1: yeah, thing. Steelers fan comes up. They're playing the Chiefs. Oh, dude, the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Uh, They're undefeated. uh oh, we're going to whoop their ass. Oh, the Steelers are playing the Jaguars. Dude, the Jaguars suck. The Steelers are going to lose that game. Yeah. You know, it's just how it is. I, I mean, mean, that's we...
0: why we got Detroit this week, and that's why it's kind of a... a yeah. yeah. I but, think, I think but, you know what?
1: The Steelers record on... on Eight thirty games is ridiculous. I think Bill Cowher, I think had the re- stupid ridiculous record of being like uh, fourteen and one on Monday night games. I think
0: even during like the, <laughs> even during like the sort of like the winding down of the Chuck Knoll era, they were still really good on Monday night.
1: Yeah, um, I mean the Steelers are guaranteed at least one Monday night game a year, mm-hmm. if not two. But now you know the way the NFL. Now has those Thursday night games and the Sunday night games now. So where you, you, you're you having – so they got the Steelers. I'd rather have a
0: Sunday night game. Those are the best. Sunday night
1: games are awesome. And nobody goes to work the next day or they go to work late. You know, Monday night games are the ones everybody leaves work early and calls off Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, Yeah, I know my, my dad always used to crack up. He had guys come into the office and be like, yeah, I need Tuesday this date off and uh, I need to leave early that Monday. What? Well, uh, there's this Monday night Steelers game. My dad's like, game's not till eight thirty. You leave work at five. Why can't you just go to the game after work? Well, but I got all my buddies, and we start drinking at like noon, and da da da. da. My dad's like, I don't give a fuck. But did they get <laughs> yeah. like time off? Like, I mean, I mean, they, they, they you know, they they used their vacation time or know. whatever, you know. He's like, fine. You want to burn two vacation days? You're not just leaving early because you don't want to you take the whole vacation day, and oh, you want to come in late the next day at like noon. Uh, yeah, you just might as well no, take two vacation, your vacation days. Day. Yeah, well, that always Make pissed off. Make a day off. of it. Well, always... get some
0: from Annie's. And well, stuff, well, yeah, you know? but that
1: always pissed off their wives. Well, look, man. Okay, listen,
0: like you know, like it's not your husband's job's job. To keep your husband in check, man. Like, if your husband can't, like, stay sober for, like, 12 of the hours that he's not at work every week, like, yeah, and I mean, not sleeping and not, like, approved, like, party time with, like, you know, his, like, family. See, that's like, why, you know,
1: that's why I always, you know, I, uh, that's one of the reasons why I love working in the service industry. I'm like, no, I'm not working. Or, I can't work. And they're like, well, and and for me, it's like, if I don't work, I don't make money. I don't have vacation time. Yeah. You know, if I don't work, I don't make money, but I I take that hit. Where I'm like, no, just, no. Yeah. And there's other people that
0: are like, oh, I'll take the shift. Well, exactly. And if that's like, you know, that's your decision. They should respect that. Exactly. You know, it's like, okay, like, if it really means that much to you that you're willing to forego your pay. One of the reasons why I can't
1: work... One of the reasons, you know, one of the reasons why I can't serve a bar or bartend on the North Shore because they all like if you can't work Sundays, we won't hire you. Yeah, I'm like, well Yeah. You know, I'm, but 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 here's my rebuttal to that is that you know what I am the one that doesn't want to work Sundays where it's busy as fuck and everybody wants and you're gonna make three four five hundred dollars bartending that one day. Mm. There's so many other people that want to work to make that money. Why is it an issue if I want to? But hey
0: Some people just don't get football, man. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I I you know I, I, I'm I am that guy. I'm not I'm not one that like I don't need to make money. I'll just I'm going to game. <laughs> you know. Speaking of going to games, Matt, we got a bunch to pick from this week. So, I need to catch up, man. Yeah, you need to catch up, so you need to make some smart decisions. Smart decisions, okay. Um oh, Dolphins at the Ravens. Dolphins at the Ravens. I'm letting you pick first. I ain't gonna
0: say anything. Give me the Ravens. Home team. You're going Ravens? Yeah. Shit, I'm taking the Dolphins all day. <laughs> that laugh makes me feel real uncomfortable. Lions, Steelers. Steelers. I'm You're picking the Steelers, too. Mm. This is the first week that I didn't pick the Lions. It is. For the record. It, by the way, this
1: will be the week the Lions win. Yeah, Shush man. our mouths. Shit.
0: You said it, mommy.
1: <laughs> uh, Vikings at the Browns. I'm just putting this both I'm down for just the Vikings. The
0: Vikings man. <laughs> I mean they're not a terrible team and guess what? The Browns, Browns are, are <laughs> the Raiders at the Bills. Raiders are looking back like on form again. Last week uh that Thursday night game was sick. Yeah. Thursday night game was sick. Yeah, it looks like uh Carr and Cooper had some some chemistry
1: going on there. Cooper 44 points on fantasy. Mm-hmm. I had a guy in my league didn't even start him. I mean, you know, one guy did start him the other guy didn't start him. Uh, I understand not starting Amari Cooper because he didn't do shit for the first couple games and Crabtree was the one taking over. I'm the one that starts Crabtree and I got lucky that he got that touchdown in the last... with no time on the clock. Yeah. You know, to get me 12 points instead of the, uh, you know, the five that he already had or whatever it was. Um, so... Yeah, we're both taking the Raiders on that. Colts and the Bungles in Cincy. Hmm. I like the, the Bungles to bounce back. Unfortunately, so do I. Chargers at the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> we're that both that like, thing, really? is, is that a game? Is that even televised? Is, is that a game? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Bears in New Orleans. Oh,
0: I don't know, man. You know, the Bears... The Bears' strength... Whenever the Bears are good lately, like any year that they've got, like, even a glimmer of hope, it's because of their defense. And their defense looked really good last week. But so did Drew Brees. Dude, he Um, went to Green Bay in the rain. Scored me
1: 25, 26 fantasy points. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints here. Me too. Falcons, Jets,
0: in the Meadowlands. Man, like two weeks ago, I would have said Atlanta, no brainer. I know, right? But what's up with Atlanta? I don't know. They can't, they got to get back on the beam, right? They got to win this week. I'm thinking so. But it's at the Meadowlands. Let's see. But the Jets aren't anything. They almost beat New England. Um,
1: Carolina beat New England, and then they just got shelled.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, man, this is just making my head spin. Um, <laughs> the Falcons just got beat by New England. But they got beat by New England in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think the stat was this, the New England Patriots put 54 points up on the, on the on the Falcons <laughs> between the second half of the Super Bowl and the first half of the game.
0: That's so <laughs> bad. Oh man. Alright, so but the Falcons are not appreciably different. Like there's something wrong. It's not personnel. They got the same people from last year. They got the same coaches. Um They're gonna get it right. i g I'll take the Falcons. I
1: was gonna Falcons too. Told you I'm letting you make the picks, see if I'm going different or not. Yeah. I know you know where I'm going. Here we go. Niners and the birds in Philly. Billy, man, yeah, that's, that's uh, Yeah. <laughs> Panthers.
0: Bucks in Tampa. It's a tough one. It's uh, that is a tough one. But you know what? I'm, I'm I put in a claim for Carolina's defense this week, so I guess that means I like Carolina. Taking the Bucks. Okay, Tampa Bay. Here we go. Texans Could be and pivotal Texans Seahawks. Where at? Seattle. Yeah, give me the Hawks.
1: I'm taking Texas.
0: I don't think Pete
1: Carroll's got uh, a wrap on everything up there. That might be a fun game there.
0: Watson, and
1: Wilson. No, no, no. Here's going to be a, a really hard game to pick, and I really don't know who to take in this game. Cowboy Skins. Yeah. This is a really, really tough game. Because, is that the Sunday night game? Uh, yeah, should, I think it is. Or like the 4 o'clock game. At least. It's That's the Sunday night game. It's the second to the last game, so it's the Sunday night okay, game. Okay, so
0: yeah, well... Um. This
1: is a tough one to touch because NFC East... NFC East in D.C. Sunday night, 8.30. And neither team is great. Uh, and,
0: you know... I think is Elliot playing, or is is that suspension in, in effect? He's still playing until some court judge says no. I thought the judge said that the league is. And, on. Then, they got an, and then they got an appeal. Is this shit going to Supreme Court? My goodness, it's it's gonna go on for a year and a half. Okay, so anyway, then so Elliot's playing, Prescott's playing, Des Bryant's playing. I'll take the Cowboys. How
1: about the Bengals and the Chiefs? That's the Monday night game, or sorry, Broncos Chiefs.
0: Oh. Ooh, in KC, yeah. What happened to the Broncos? I don't I know. I mean, besides that, they don't have a quarterback. But then the Chiefs lose again
1: on Thursday night to the Raiders. To the Raiders in, in, the a, last, in a close game in, the, in a
0: very close game, they in the lost last to a team with plays. a functioning offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say the same about Denver. But so Denver's defense. Take the Chiefs. This so, is an offense
1: type league these days. So what do I do with Tyreek Kill on my fantasy team? Play him. Of course, I'm gonna play him. But Tyreek kills about every other every three games he does something.
0: Well, I mean, if you've got a better option, this might be the week to explore that option.
1: But he's Tyreek Kill.
0: I know, and right? if you lose because you bench Tyreek Hill, you're gonna feel. I'm bad. gonna
1: shoot myself in the
0: face. Most most people don't do that kind of thing, like especially if he was a high draft pick. You, you basically, you know, if you didn't draft well in the first three rounds, then you don't deserve to win your fantasy league. So just dance with like you know who you brought. I actually think I got him in the sixth round. Oh really? <coughs> okay. Well, I don't have him at all. So yeah, I think he went higher than that in my. Life. Well folks, this
1: was Bold Sports episode eight. There's gonna be a few cuts and stuff that you've heard on here. I apologize. We had some technical difficulties
0: uh this evening. Yeah, if you hear like a pause, like don't don't like grab your phone and think that like a call is breaking into your podcast enjoyment. I hate that. Like, I know, right? Don't call me when I'm listening to podcasts. I know. I, oh, which is like
1: ever. The worst the worst part is is the worst part is is when I'm on the T and I'm I'm listening to a, if I'm listening to a podcast on the T you can text me or call me, and I can get back to you. If I'm doing watching one of the video casts, oh yeah, and then I get the then I have to stop it, and then go and make the text or take the phone call or whatever it is. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, see, at least don't... on a podcast, I can I can at least you know have it in, and you can call or text me or whatnot. And I can get back to you, but calling just sucks.
0: Texting that's fine. Yeah, don't don't text anybody. If it's uh, gonna cause you to miss this episode of Bold Sports, just you know, exactly, you can, you can mute people. You don't have to. You don't have to like put it on airplane mode. You just you know like mute a couple people who might might happen to text you a lot. You know, <laughs> our girlfriends are gonna be like those bastards. Hey man, I put in some plugs for the Gamecocks. I should be good.
1: There you go. You did. That's Gamecocks Vanderbilt. Yeah. yeah. This week.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm picking Carolina. Not that you asked.
1: Uh, I'll Carolina too.
0: I mean you're playing Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. College football. Is that in Columbia? I'm not sure. I don't know. You know that they're 5 and 2, which is a great record in any conference other than the SEC. So, <laughs> you know, good for them. You know, if they if they get a good bowl game, that'd be awesome. But um playoffs, I mean it's a little iffy. So
1: yeah. Oh, it's in Car- it's in Columbia. Is it? Okay. Four o'clock in Columbia. Oh man, that place will be rocking. It will be. I've, if you've never been to Columbia, South Carolina, folks, it's a cool little town. Uh, and I say a little town, but it's it, it's it's smaller than Pittsburgh, but it's bigger than Wilmington. Yeah. Uh, so definitely it's a state capital. You know? Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's a cool spot. I like yeah. it. If you're ever in Columbia, it's you know, Highway Twenty or Interstate Twenty Six. But uh, all right, folks, that's enough
0: for us of Bold Sports this week. Anything else, Matt? Yeah, that's about all I got, man. This, find Juju's bike. Find Juju's bike, man. Get don't Juju's steal bike. bikes. Don't steal bikes. And don't take as well. a bike that's not locked up. But also, like, lock your bike up. You know, and, like people say, like, oh, Juju can afford to buy a new bike. And, like, you know, what? guess what I, I could it's principle. I could afford to buy a new bike too if I had to. I have two of them, and yeah, I could scrape together the cash to buy a new bike like right on the spot tomorrow. But that doesn't change like the feeling of violation. And the regret that it all could have been avoided if you just locked your damn bike up. Man. Or, like, you work for the Steelers. Like, you're going to tell me that, like, and you're not bike, a lo- like some workplaces well, see, aren't bike-friendly, but I'm pretty sure that, that he could have, like, rolled his bike into the practice facility see, and, the thing is, and like said found his a bike, closet
1: somewhere. Well, the thing is, they said his bike was stolen on the south side. It didn't say exactly where on the south side.
0: Well, he lives on the south side. He lives so on the south side. So between, like, his s- condo and, like, the practice facility, you know... God only knows why Elsie would have his bike parked on the south side. Yeah, because he's under 21.
1: Yeah.
0: a lot of good little cuts where you can like duck down and drink a beer or two. Uh,
1: don't even get that started at Juju's drinking and cutting. What, south man? Side. Why not? <laughs> why not, man? <laughs>
0: All right, on that note, If he goes to a house party, he's going to end up all over Instagram. There, that is true. You know? yeah. When he, I was 20, I'd just go to a house party. But, like, there was no Instagram, and I was not famous. There's no
1: Instagram. There's no Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. And, yeah, we weren't famous. Yeah.
0: Hey, here's this chain email of some guy you've never heard of. That wouldn't have worked. No one would have been interested. Yeah, right.
1: All right, folks. Have a good week. Enjoy your sports. Enjoy hockey, football, baseball. Uh, World Series is going on. Uh, Watch some NBA if that interests you. Uh, College basketball is going to be starting up here shortly. MLS playoffs. MLS playoffs. Matt's all about that soccer. Um, So, uh, all right, folks, have a good week. Always keep it black and gold. Hey, Jens, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTC on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports, Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook, or BoldPGH.com.